Hey guys, and welcome to Jack's Talk Podcast. My name is Ryan Brooks, a small town husband, dad, and entrepreneur. Each episode, you're gonna hear about real life topics that target real life people each and every day, from struggles to fame and everything in between. So thanks for spending time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of small talk here at Jack's Talk. Hey guys, and welcome to a small talk here at Jack's Talk. I hope you guys are having an awesome week, an awesome day, and I can't express enough how thankful we are for you supporting us in these past two episodes. In this new episode, I've entitled it Bottled Up. Bottled Up, your emotions, your hatred, your regrets, your angers, your worries, secrets, guilt, dreams, whatever it may be, everything's been bottled up to the point that you can't get it out, you can't express enough of your feelings, and you can't just let them go and release them it's almost to the point that you felt so much that you really started feeling nothing there's been times in my life that i've really battled my emotions my strengths and my weaknesses and and guys just being able to overcome some of these pains and these lies and anxiety and stuff that i've done i've done to myself and i know there's outside factors that can contribute to these things but i really feel like once i dug deep and got down deep in my my emotions and my feelings of where I was struggling, I, I realized that I was creating 90% of my misery. And I was inducing that misery upon myself and I was causing these things. I was bottling these things up. I was creating the jealousy, the fears, the hatred, the regrets, the lies, the guilt, and the secrets. I was bottling those things up because those were things that I was doing and what it was doing was it was creating this bottle and the bottle was causing me to have those external reactions, those external explosions of emotions and, and hatred towards people and, and not just in the pain that I was causing other people. And and so, you know, I, I guess you gathered from some of these other episodes that infidelity and I guess commitment to my marriage at times had, had been broken and had been tethered. Uh, to the point that it was causing an issue. And what happened, guys, is I was doing things that I knew I shouldn't have been doing and I shouldn't have contributed my life to and I shouldn't have been involved in. What happened was when I created those issues and I created those circumstances, I had to bottle up these pains and these lies and these regrets and these worries and anger because, yes, you were angry. Yeah, I was angry at myself because I knew that one, I shouldn't have been doing it. Two, my wife nor my child deserved it. But how do I how do I overcome that? And what happens is you, you get so involved in these issues and these these secondhand lies is what I call it of what you think things are or what things are supposed to be and you can't you know you're doing wrong but you can't tell anybody because they'd be ashamed or or you would hurt somebody or you would you would hurt your wife or your kid and and you know, just being a dad, you wanna you wanna be so involved in their life. It's just how do you express the fact that I I don't want to see my child just every other weekend? And you would think as a a good family man or a family guy, like we would understand those things. But how do you do that? It's like I know I'm not supposed to be doing this, and I know that this is not the route I want to take for me and my family. But I've messed up, and so what happens is. 
you continue to mess up because you take those angers and you take those regrets and those things and you just bottle them up and it becomes a continuous problem. And you continue to do those things because at the time that is the only immediate satisfaction or relief of that real life problem. And that's the only way that you could release a little bit of these emotions and stuff from the bottle. I'm telling you guys, at times I felt like I couldn't feel anything. It's because it became a routine. It became a continuous problem that I hid behind. And am I ashamed of it? Please, please remember. Yes, I am extremely ashamed, but I've came out of that. And and, and I'm hoping that my story to tell you is that you can come out of it also. Your wife, your husband, your family, your daughter, your son, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve it at all because I was in pain. I was in pain because of the lies that I've been telling myself and my family. Uh, yes, at times it wasn't I was coming out and telling them anything, but not telling them anything at all was being a lie. I was doing stuff in my life that they didn't deserve and they didn't they didn't need. And that was, you know, I remember sitting in the truck drinking a, a beer because my wife told me not to come in. She wanted me to quit drinking. Yes, I did at home. and But I, I did it in my truck or I did it wherever because... I was holding these lies and this this stuff in my life and how what I was doing was I was drowning all this stuff in the bottle. I was bottled up in these lies and these anger and these worries because I was angry for, at myself because what I was doing and I was worried about the outcome if somebody found out, but I was lying to everybody. I was lying to myself in which this caused pain and anxiety and regret because I, I temporarily knew that this this wasn't the situation. These weren't going to be the things that fix my marriage or fix my, my happiness or my regrets. These were temporary things. And then there was jealousy that was setting in because people were doing things and having things that I couldn't have. And this isn't just about the marriage, but there was business things and fears like of overcoming and being better and my dreams, my dreams of, of failure of, and overcoming failure and being better, which caused stress and, and hatred towards different situations in my life. And, and what I did was I tried to, I just kept these bottled up. I kept them so bottled up that I wanted to do things on the outside that didn't involve my life. And my life meant my family, my wife, things that really kept me grounded in my faith, my hope, and just just my day-to-day -day life. I bottled all these negative things up to the point that I could not focus on what was in front of me. The pain and anxiety and the regrets, like they just continued to ensue in my life and continued to, to tear me down in the bottle. Like I was bottling these things up in a 55-gallon drum, but there's other times that I felt like I was bottling these things up in a 12-ounce can. But what the problem is is I was putting all my things into this bottle and I was bottling all these things up. The world was also contributing to my bottle. So my bottle was filling up way faster than it was supposed to. And it was because it was a trickle effect. You know, it's like going to a soda fountain. You fill it up. When you run out, you go back and guess what? There's still going to be drink there. You know, you may not have some carbonation or you may not have the liquid mix that you're supposed to have to get a 
get a drink in there, but you're going to get something out of there, whether it's watered down or not. And the problem was I was watered down my bottle with all these lies and this pain and this anger and the, and the secrets and the secrets are, you know, all these little things are contributing to this bottle. One contributes to the other, because if you bottle up these anger and this, the worries and the secrets and the pain and the lies, like it's preventing your dreams and your success and it's causing stress instead of success is causing mental abuse like you could take that abuse and and you send it out to other parts of your family and the desires and my my, my memories and, and stuff were starting to be faded away because I wasn't creating new memories and what I was doing was I was putting everything I had and all my effort into this bottle and I was so bottled up that I, I had a lot of hatred and I think most of my hatred was for myself and it was for me um, because I knew this wasn't the man I'm supposed to be. I wasn't raised this way. I, this is not who I am. My wife did not deserve this. My child did not deserve this because they deserve so much better than that. I walk into the door and all I get met with is open arms. Why does somebody of my bottleness and my fulfillment of my bottle deserve somebody like that? Why do I deserve somebody to treat me and to open me and welcome me with open arms? I'm not supposed to have that. I'm somebody that's sitting here doing all these things, not worrying about Who's here? Who's doing what? If I'm working late, that means I get to drink one more sip. I get to talk to one more person. My wife is phenomenal. And why am I stepping outside of that? And why was I stepping outside of that? I, I, I There's times I can't answer. But the only thing I can think of is it happened once. I got away with it. Created twice. Right, so what happened was I was creating this issue that I was like, how much can I get away with? Like, it's not. it's going great now. It's going great what can I do next? Like, how far can I take it? And I feel like the devil was coming in and coming in and attacking my life. And he wasn't attacking just me. He was attacking my entire family through me. I'm the man of the house and I'm being attacked. So everything that I'm responsible for and responsible for keeping up, I have failed. And so if the ground and the foundation is not there, everything else tends to crumble. And, and I was so wrapped up in the negative things that I were doing and like really just the regret, like it just continued to spiral out of control is because I knew I'm not supposed to be there. I'm not supposed to be doing those things. I'm not supposed to be talking to that girl. I'm not supposed to be talking to that woman. I'm not supposed to be involved in this, but how do you get out of it? And, and sadly, the, the truth is for me and my story, and guys, I hope it never happens to you, but the sad truth for me and my story is I got caught. And thank God, the, by the grace of God, it happened because I don't think I ever would have woke up because you get so involved in, hey, business is going good. Work's going good. The weather looks good. You know, I'm going to the lake. I'm going to the beach. I'm doing this. And you get so caught up in this day-to-day -day life and expect your wife and your child to be there as long as they don't know. You just continue to roll on with what you're doing because like, you know, hey, it's, it's, it's not the fact that you reach out to somebody for a different things. It's the fact that you reach out for that attention. You got the attention and now you're hooked. Somebody gave you a little bit of attention and it's not that you're not getting it at home. You're getting it from somewhere that somebody has no clue on uh, over you or what you're doing. 
gives you a little bit of attention. Now you're hooked. Because at the end of the day, men, women, we all desire attention. We all want and thrive for attention. That's what we want. What that led to is this bottle just kept continuing to fill and fill and fill because the more lies that I put in that bottle, the more pain that came with it. The more pain that came with it, the more anger that came with it and hatred and stress because then you started putting in failures. Dreams being wiped away. Anxiety because you know this thing was falling apart inside this bottle and there's nowhere it can go. And so then you continue just to do these and seek these negative and outworldly desires, try to overcome some of these things and be, be better, but you can't because it's, there's no room left in this bottle. And what's left in it, you pour it down your throat and you drink it and you start all over again. And this bottle, but, it, but the bottle is endless. It's bottomless. It continues to pour and pour. And, and you run into this thing. It's like now you're living in a home with a family that you don't even know. You know, your son asks us, you know, the old song is like, hey, you know, how much money does it cost for him to spend time with me? That's what you're running into. And, and you're running in. Hey, you, you, you know, you want to do these things my, or your kid wants to do these things with you because that's the time that they know that's how they get it with you. And, and I'm telling you, this is by far some of my biggest regrets in my life because like I said, my family is, is so important and I'm so thankful for them. I was drowning myself in these regrets, the negative failures that I, I allowed to income and, and overtake my life. But I know some of you may ask, is like, I understand you're talking about this bottle. You're filling this bottle up with pain and anxiety, anger, lies, regrets, all these things and hatred. But how'd you get out? Like I said, I got out because I got caught. That's not the right answer. Just being honest, that's not the right answer. But I'm thankful it happened. I'm thankful that this bottle busted. So basically when my wife approached me about the, an incident, my bottle got shattered. But when it got shattered, all these things, the negative things was able to, to escape this bottle and the pressure was just relief off me, off my life and off my marriage because I realized at that time I had to address the issue. And really deep down inside, that's all I wanted to do was to address it. But I didn't want to be a failure. I didn't want to let her down and let her know that I had done this to her because she hasn't done anything in our marriage to require or want to be influenced by that failure. And she, she did nothing in her our marriage or our life or our childhood to deserve that kind of treatment. So I got caught, right? And how it really just, I mean, seriously just took a complete, complete relief off of me because I knew I had been caught. And I was like, thank you, God, because I've been wanting to get out of this. I knew I wanted to get out of it. I had these regrets. I had the worries. I had the pain and I couldn't get out of it. And I knew because I knew because of the how I was raised, I had to get out of it because I knew getting out of it and, and, and telling the truth was the only way I could get out. But being a manly man, right, and being a family man, I let my pride tell me, 
I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to tell her because I don't want to hurt her. And, and women, this goes the same way. Is I, I'm, I'm just speaking of me and my situation and, and how I overcome this situation. This falls for you too. You can build up this jealousy and this the failures and stress and, and confidence and, and, and things in your life that continue to be bottled up. But one day your bottle is going to shatter. It's going to shatter to the point that it affects everybody around you. When you take a glass bottle and you busted on the ground. Yes, when it busts, it may hit somebody and it may cut somebody and, and do all these things. It may just hit the ground and shatter and nobody affects it. But if you don't clean up the mess of the glass and the bottle, people still are going to travel that path and have the opportunity to be affected by that glass and your bottle that was shattered because they can step on it. It's going to get in somebody else's foot. And so what happens is when that bottle shatters, that glass stays there. If you don't clean up your mess, somebody else will be affected by it. For me, I had to address that situation. I had to clean up my mess so the rest of my life and my family did not get affected by my shattered bottle. Yes, I'm glad my bottle became shattered. If you don't clean up your mess, it doesn't matter what happened or what you did with it. You know, mom always told me, you better put stuff back where you got it. Well, if you make a mess, you better clean it up. And that's the same thing here. No matter what happened to your bottle, how it happened, clean up the mess. And that's how I overcome this is because I realized that my bottle had been shattered. I was relieved from all this pain and anxiety and basically my failed dreams and abuse of, of my marriage because I, I was the one causing these things. She wasn't putting the negative things in the bottle. I was the one that was putting them in there and the world's one that's putting the lid on it. The world was the one that's putting the lid on my bottle because I was, I was seeking the things of this world and not of my life of my family. I wasn't seeking what I need to be seeking. I was seeking the things of TikTok, right? You see these things on TikTok. You see these things on YouTube. You know, the world wants to portray these sponsored ads or whatever that are so, so important to you that it looks so, so intriguing. But you know what? They, they do that for a reason because they want to put that thing in your bottle. Because if you, what you're going to do, how are you going to buy that bottle? You're going to spend money on it, right? So the world was putting a lid on my bottle. It was stressing me out because it was just filling my bottle so full and like it's just wanting to well, look at it as a wine bottle. Like it's got a cork. Like you can put that cork under so much pressure, but if you put it under enough pressure, the bottle's going to break or the, the cork is going to explode and come out, right? And that's what I was living. I was living my life in a bottle. I wanted to put everything in there. I've never been a really emotional person. And I think I've gotten more emotional as I've got older and, and my life has matured and, and having kids. You know, I, I can remember crying at two funerals and one was my grandfather and the other was at my best friend that passed away. And that's the only two times. Mostly all of my grandparents passed away, but one. And it's not that I didn't love one any more than the other. It's the fact that I feel like I was raised is I never seen my dad cry until the, his parents passed away. And, you know, and, and I was taught to be tough and like bottle up these emotions and keep them in. Don't show sign of weakness. You know, I'm telling you, I, I, I don't care now. If you want to see me cry, like I can do it in the drop of a hat. You know, it's not a sign of weakness. It's like you've got to release these emotions in a point that it doesn't begin to affect your life. And what I was causing 
And what I was bringing into my life was all these negative emotions and negative feelings and negative attributes to my to my life. At the time, I enjoyed it because it was giving me temporary relief of this pain and this anger and these lies. And nobody could explain it. And I couldn't explain it. Did I want to do this? No. I remember back in high school, me and my wife got together and, and we, you know, your typical high school relationships, you break up and you you go back together and you do this and that. And like, I remember I was devastated. I, I really thought she didn't want to be with me anymore. And like that, that crushed me. I remember riding down the road with my parents and just be like, I don't know what I'm going to do without her. Like, I remember these vivid moments in my life that I felt like I was going to be lost and crushed without her because that was my first love. That was the one that, the one that really just taught me how to love somebody and, and other than your mom and your dad. And for me to go out and do these things, it's like I was constantly reminded after the fact that we had the temporary satisfaction of getting that attention. I knew this girl was supposed to be the love of my life. And why am I doing that? And so that's where this pain and anxiety set in and because I was lying. It doesn't matter if I was lying to her. If you will lie to yourself, you'll lie to anybody. And if you lie to yourself and mask the situation of what you're going through, you'll lie to anybody. You'll lie to your family. You'll lie to your kid. Lying doesn't have to be about words. It has to be about actions a lot of times. And... You know, I put on a good show of being a great husband and a great dad. Being a great dad, on the face of it, I have no doubt. Was I a great husband? Absolutely not. Um, because if I was, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. And I wouldn't be displaying this side of the world. How do we release the bottle of pain and lies and anxiety and regrets and anger and worries and hatred and secrets and all these stress factors of failures of guilt and dreams? How do you release it? without having to shatter the bottle. But how I realized that there was another way out, I had to let my bottle shatter. But there is a way out. You gotta be in touch with yourself. You've gotta be honest with yourself. You've gotta be honest that these pains and lies and anxiety and regrets and angers and worries can be relieved. They can be overcome. But the only problem, the only problem that lies here is you've gotta be willing to be the man or the woman and accept these these issues and accept that you are better than this. If you don't accept that you're better, it doesn't matter what your marriage, what your life, what your wife or what your kid wants. If you're not can't accept that you're better than these issues, it doesn't matter what they want. At the end of the day, as long as you're living in this world, as long as you're living, the only person you have to live with is yourself. Every morning when you wake up and you brush your teeth and you look in the mirror, you have to look at yourself. You don't have to look at anybody else. Everything else can be removed from this world, but as long as you're breathing and you're living and you're looking in the mirror, you have to look at yourself. So when you wake up, if you can't see happiness in what that reflection is in the mirror, doesn't matter because nobody else is going to see it either if you can't see it. And so you have to look at these things and you have to remove them from your life. Guys, can I say it's going to be all fancy dancy with glorious roses and all that and everything's going to work out? No. But I can tell you, if you don't release this and let this anxiety and these all these things release from this bottle, shatter your bottle, shatter it yourself. Don't let it have to be caught. Don't get caught to have to let it be shattered because it makes it that much worse. It makes it that much harder to gain that respect and trust because she had to find out. So in the back of her mind, she's going to sit there and say, 
if he wouldn't have got caught, would he even have told me? And and that, that happens to sit in the back of your mind, and of course. And, and the best thing I did was admit my problem. Once I got caught, I admitted my problem in the situations in my life to people that I was embarrassed and I was ashamed to admit it to. I admitted to my pastor. I admitted to my mom. And I'm the youngest boy. I'm the mama's boy, right? I'm supposed to be the the biggest, not best, the boy of her life. You know, I'm supposed to be her baby boy for the rest of her life. And I'm supposed to be the man of my house. Like I'm supposed to be all these things in their eyes. But I had to admit these problems because that's the only way that I could face these issues and face them to the point that I, I could accept I messed up and how do I overcome it? You know, nobody wants to tell your pastor you messed up and you you were talking to other women and, and doing things around their back and being uh, unfaithful to your wife. You know, that's if you have any kind of dignity about yourself, that's tough. And, but I knew I had to get this out. I had to release this bottle. I couldn't clean up the mess by myself. I had, the bottle had already shattered, but I had to clean up this mess. And all this mess was still laying there. The hatred was on the ground. The anxiety and the pain and the lies were still on the ground. But I had to get out of it. I had to clean up the mess because I knew I messed up. I knew I had shattered my bottle and my bottle had been shattered. But I had to clean up the mess. And I wanted to do it. But I wanted to make sure I did it to the point that it never happened again. And I'm telling you, I've never been happier in my marriage. I've never been happier with my wife. In 15 years of being together, almost 10 years of marriage, I've never been happier. Because that pain and that doubtfulness and that anger and all that stuff that I was bottling up. And I was fighting it in because my plug on my bottle was ready to pop. Because I was filling it up with so much, so much that it had to get out. And I, and I was feeling that. like I felt like I was about to explode because I was living a lie. I was coming home and acting like everything was okay. And, and really, I was dying on the inside. I was physically and emotionally dying because I was creating a, a situation in my life that I didn't know how to overcome. But my bottle busted. It takes help from others to clean up your mess. I've got a supportive wife, a supportive family, a supportive church pastor that I've that reached out to that pray for me. And I overcome these issues. I'm not perfect. Do I want to be as close to perfect as I can? Yes. But that's a goal that I strive for is because I never want to be in that bottle again. I never want to have all these things built up in these bottles. And the world's contributing to it. Like back in the day, it was like an unheard thing to talk to a married man or woman. But now it's just like it's a common like fulfillment off of this. And it's like get away because you're ruining what is meant for me. And I'm allowing you to do so. The world will contribute to your failures. The world will contribute to your bottle. Because sometimes filling your bottle with all these negative hatred and worry and pain and lied and anger things relieves their bottle. Because they may be going through the same issues. And they can get that temporary relief. And, and I fell into the trap. I fell into the world of these things and I bottled up. And so I felt so much that I started to feel nothing continued on and continued on. Me and my wife would have these same continuous conversations of why do you keep doing this? And then my bottle shattered. Reality set in. It set in so hard that I feared losing the one thing I prayed for my whole life. And that was a loving family that I adored and cared everything about. Reality set in. That's when I began to clean up my mess. The bottle shattering relieved my pressure and relieved my anger because you know what? I finally admitted that I can let go of this. And I, I, I've been caught like I've been caught. I wish I could have prevented it. Like I wish I could have prevented having to be caught. I wish I could have been the man that I was supposed to be. And, and if I messed up, relay these issues and, 
and address these issues, but I was caught. I don't think anything differently was supposed to be done because I think I was so caught up in this bottle that I was never going to escape it until my bottle was shattered. And I'm so thankful it was shattered and I continue to clean the mess up every day, every single day. And I will continue to clean it up because as long as I live, my mess will never be cleaned up because what I did doesn't amount to any pain or any pain and, and, and regrets and anxiety that I was and anger that I was bottling up, none of that amounts up to what I caused to her. The pain, the anger, the stress, and the hatred that I caused her. You know, I, I basically had create a boundary between us. And it was almost like I had to earn it all over again. You know, I would tell her I love her and she's beautiful and she would question me and she would question the fact that I was truthful and, and legit about it. And I would get so aggravated, so aggravated. I'd get so aggravated. I knew it was supposed to be this way and it was going to be this way that she was going to get aggravated, but I couldn't stand the fact that I was losing somebody that was the best thing that ever happened to me. And so if I could give you any encouragement, what I would tell you is this pain, this, this bottle of anxiety and anger and worries and regret and hatred you got to let it go and it can't happen alone, but you've got to make sure that you talk to and, and you've got to make sure that you address these issues with somebody that has a like mind of where your marriage should be. You can't, you can't confide in somebody that doesn't care. You can't fight in somebody that's doing the same thing you were doing. You got to confide in somebody that cares about you and your family and doing the same thing you were doing. You got to confide in somebody that cares about you and your family and your marriage. And I guarantee you, husband, wife, if you confide in your husband or you confide in your wife, I don't know if if there's anybody else in the world that will care more about your marriage than that person. So get out. Shatter your bottle. Shatter your bottled up emotions. But that doesn't stop there. Clean it up. Thank you guys for joining me on episode three bottled up. Just because you felt so much that you started to feel nothing. Remember, once your bottle shatters, clean it up. Hope you guys have an awesome day. I appreciate you. We'll see you around. Thank you guys for joining me for a small talk here at Jack's Talk. I'm the host, Ryan Brooks. Be on the lookout for new episodes releasing soon. We appreciate you being with us. We'll see you around.